We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Under 30 seconds left in the game. And Pazarczyk fumbles the football. It's picked up by Herman Edwards. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Eagles. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I do not believe what has occurred here, ladies and gentlemen, as Pazorczyk came forward, fumbled the football. Charlie Johnson hit him, and Herman Edwards picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. Well, that must be the miracle to Meadowlands. Who yes. knows? I think that was the first one, yeah. So my 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 first memories of Joe Pasarczyk, because I, I was young for that, mm-hmm. he was a backup for the Eagles, backup <laughs> quarterback for the Eagles after that. Right. So that's where I was like, oh, Joe Pasarczyk, like, he's on. And then you don't realize until you're older, like, oh, wow, he was actually the Giants quarterback for the Miracle at the Meadowlands. As Ron Zaworski may know something about that game <laughs> as he joins us right now. Uh, Ron, how are you, buddy? What's going on? John, I great to be with you guys. About 28 hours away from kickoff, starting to get real <laughs> exciting uh, for this playoff game. But I remember that play like it was yesterday. I know it was a long time ago. One of the great calls in NFL history by Merrill Reese. One of the most bizarre plays in the history of the National Football League. The Giants turned a, a, a victory into defeat with one mistake. And I had actually thrown an interception on a drive trying to win the game, I guess in the old-fashioned way, by scoring a touchdown with a pass to Perry Harrington in the flat. The ball doinked off his hands, was intercepted. You know, the Giants killed the clock. Well, they didn't. Uh, and I'm sitting down at the end of the bench thinking, oh, boy, we lost the game. And all of a sudden, our whole bench just started sprinting toward, uh, at that time, a Giants Stadium at the Meadowlands, toward that end zone. I didn't know what had happened until 11 o'clock news that night. We didn't have all the – you know, the way we can see games now uh, huh. back in those days, but one of the most bizarre plays in the history of the NFL. Wow. <laughs> That's, I, I, I've never heard you tell the story that you really didn't even know what happened until, uh, until later that night. That's, um, that's amazing. So, but did, did, did teams do the victory formation or that wasn't a part of the league? It started after that happened. How, what, what did you guys do at the end of the games back then? Well, it's funny. They actually ran a kneel down, and Franklin Master came flying across the line and smashed one of their offensive linemen. He got all pissed off, and you know, they, so they they actually, you know, they Joe became my teammate a couple of years later, you know, in Philadelphia. So I really understood the whole story, and all the offensive linemen are saying, "Hey, don't take a knee. You know, we want to get Lamaster." So they sent the play in to run the football. And, you know, Joe's in the huddle saying, no, no, we got to run the play. we got to run the play. And they're going, ah, just take a knee, Joe. Take a knee, Joe. Zonka thought he was going to take a knee. The offensive line thought he was going to take a knee. Joe was doing his job because they called a play. And it really was it was predicated on Franklin Master coming across the line and taking a shot at one of their offensive linemen. They got all ticked off. They had the game won. And the ball couldn't have bounced any better into Herman Edwards' hands than he took it in the end zone. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, I never heard that version of the story. That was pretty good. Yeah, well, I guess, and you would know best, yeah. That's the version. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, 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 they, they had it won. They did take a knee. Then the next play, they, you know, they, they came across the line and said, hey, we're going to run a play, and we're going to get LeMaster on this play. So that's why, you know, I, sometimes I, I see some of these coaches, you know, they, they, you know, they just give up on a play. You never give up on a play. 
even if it's a kneel down. You know, mm-hmm. crazy things happen in this league, and that was one of the craziest of all time. Wow, that's incredible. Um, all right, so uh, I, I want another giant memory or two before we get out of here. But how do you feel about this game, Jaws? I am very comfortable with a victory for the Eagles, and, and, and I know everyone starts getting a little bit nervous. You know, first of all. I'm going to give the New York football Giants all the credit in the world. They had a great turnaround season. They go 10-7-1. They had a big win against Minnesota last week. Give all the credit in the world. But their team roster doesn't match up to this team roster. If you took the 22 starters on offense and defense, maybe the Giants have a a better running back in Saquon Barkley. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe a better defense attack than Dexter Lawrence. Other than that, from a talent perspective, Howie Roseman has built an incredible roster that is deep. And, and yeah, because I give the Giants credit, but this Eagle football team, talent-wise, is so much better. The three giant wide receivers probably couldn't even make this team. That's how good this Eagle team is offensively. And it's, they just have to play their style of football. And they, it's never a cakewalk, but they will win the game. Yeah, I look at this game, Jaws, and obviously the Eagles' defense has to be – Uh, and play assignment football when it comes to that running game with Daniel Jones along with Saquon Barkley and not get fooled by play action. But this game, to me, is going to be dictated by what the Eagles are able to do offensively. And that that starts with Jalen. So I I would love to hear from your perspective, what should we expect or what are you expecting to see from this Eagles offense as it pertains to how they'll use Jalen and what they'll try to do tomorrow night? I don't think any of us really know. Uh, but I will say this, as I watch this Eagles offense all season long, when Jalen was held, they showcased Jalen in the first series of the game. They made the defense defend Jalen Hurts sideline sideline, either an RPO, uh, you know, a zone read, but somehow a quarterback draw, get him involved in the game early so the defense knows he is a threat. You know, and so when I look at this game, I'm saying, you know, we all think Jalen's healthy. I don't know. I'm not even sure Jalen knows he takes that first hit. So I'm going to watch closely. Are they going to call a quarterback draw? Are they going to call an RPO? Are they going to call a zone read? Are they going to call a run for Jalen Hurts in this game to show the Giants that, okay, you better defend this guy because he is now healthy? To me, that's going to be a, a key point to watch early in the game. How do you think they, they call the game coming out? Um, you know, listen, we've seen games where you, you think maybe they're going to come out and run the ball a lot. And like with, with, uh, with Gardner Minshew, they came out and they threw the ball a lot early in the game. How would you start this game if you were the Eagles offense? I'm going to count on the big hosses up front. You just go back to the week 14 game where we kicked their butts at the line of scrimmage. This is the best offensive line in football. And I'll say that again. This is the best offensive line in football. Use them. Put it on their back. Run the football early. Physically dominate the line of scrimmage. Do not give the Giants any hope, any chance that they think, okay, we can shut this team down. I'll give the Giants credit. They, again, did a good job in that last game of the season. But this Eagle offensive line really is the heart of this football team. The Giants defense can be run on like we did in that Week 14 game. Run the football, win the physical battle early in the game. Who are the Eagles uh, going to be playing? Yeah, when they when they win tomorrow night, Jaws. Who who do you like in the San Francisco Cowboys game? Yeah, I'm kind of leaning toward uh, toward San Francisco. I think they're playing good football. I mean, we saw Brock Purdy last week in his first playoff game. Uh, you know, kind of played the rookie that first quarter of the game, but once he got going, uh, it showed that he's got a lot of weapons and a lot of talent around him. I, I, I like the 49ers. 
I think the Cowboys kind of got shafted with the Monday night game. Uh, but, hey, you know, it, it was one of the highest games since 1999, over 30 million people watching on Monday night. So from an NFL perspective, you know, <laughs> oh, it was a huge success. Yeah. But if I'm a Dallas Cowboy, I'm saying, damn, you know, you play a Monday night game, you don't lose one day. You literally lose two days. So, you know, they, they, they yeah, they won the game. They, it was one of the best performances I've seen by the Cowboys in a long time. But I think San Francisco is just too well-rounded of a football team right now. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think you make the case for either team. Like, was that was Tampa just not very good and <laughs> Dallas rolled them because they're right. not very good or because da- Dallas is primed to make a run right here? We're going to find yeah, out. But we, we spoke about this last week. Tampa hasn't been good all season nope. long. I, I, you know, I, I think I said it. I'm, I kept waiting for, like, okay, this you know Tom Brady's going to turn it on or the defense is going to become this blitzing defense that Tom Bulls had a year ago. They were too banged up. They didn't have the talent. They had no running game. Their offensive line was depleted. They had no speed at wide receiver. Their secondary was mediocre. The blitz didn't get home. You know, you kind of think, okay, they're going to turn it on. No, they had no chance to turn it on. Yeah, Tom didn't play well. All right, just one one more on the AFC here. I, I don't know how to call this one, the Bills and the Bengals. I know the Bengals are banged up on the offensive line, um, but like, and I love Joe Burrow, and I love that talent on offense, but how do you see the game? Yeah, you know, my first thought when I looked at this game was I, I did like the Bengals. You know, they, 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 I, I like the matchups they had, but then when you, when you do your research, you say, well, the Bengals could have three offensive linemen, starting offensive linemen out of this game. Uh, the Bills' defense is not dominant, but it's very good. But you, know, you take out 60% of your offensive line, you know, Joe Burrow's got his work cut out for him. So I'm, I'm actually leaning toward Bills in this game now. Where in the beginning of the week, I was looking at the Bengals as a team to beat. But I, right now, and, and Buffalo seems to be one of those teams of destiny right now. I hate to, like, plug in, you know, my personal feelings on that, you know, but you look at all the, the, the trauma they've been through and you say, well, maybe they're just a team that's going to overcome everything put in their way this year. So you kind of you watch the Bills and go, damn, you know, you got to worry about that team. Yep. What do you think of the idea of, of having neutral site NFC-NFC championship games? Like this year, if it ends up being Kansas City and Buffalo, that gives the NFL an idea, and they say, oh, look, I'm, we can make more money. What do you think of that idea? <laughs> Key word is money. <laughs> Quite honestly, I hate it. I hate it. You know, hey, if you got a bowl game, fine. Let's go play a neutral site. You know, teams bust their ass all season long for their for their city, for their fans. And I think when you take away a, a, a playoff game, a championship game, I, I think it's absolutely a, a, just a horrible thing to do. I think home field advantage is valuable. It's worth something, and the fans deserve to have a home game if their team is the best as the season wears on. Yep. Damn right, Jaws. Yep. All right, give us yep. a – so we did the Miracle of the Meadowlands. What's the next giant eagle memory from your head that comes to mind? Yeah, it's a, it's a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a playoff game in uh, 1980-81 season. You know, we had the Giants at home. Uh, we lost them 27-21. We fell behind 21 nothing. We came back. It was 27-21. We lost the game. And Rob Carpenter and Scott Bruner was their quarterback, and they beat us at – Veterans Stadium, 27-21. We were seven-point favorites in that game, uh, and we just didn't play well, and we lost the game. So that's a, a negative memory, losing a playoff game at home. It was, it, and I, it still haunts me. Mm-hmm. Jaws had to play the Vet Stadium turf and that Giants defense, Lawrence Taylor, for all those years. God bless you, Jaws. Yeah, we appreciate thanks. it, man. So Thank- got, I'm having a good day. Now you got to mention Lawrence right. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws, always appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, we're going to be talking championship football next week, fellas. Oh, That's right. Oh, NFC Championship. Right. Thanks, Jaws. There he is. Ron Jaworski. Um, 
Yeah, it, um, he he seems. I mean, the the, fo- the football guys have spoken this week on this matchup, which is the Eagles just too talented and too good. And when it's all said and done, that's what's going to happen. Boom. Eagles activated Anthony Harris for the game. Mm. Jack Fritz. Yes. So they brought him up from the practice squad, or yeah. okay. I guess I don't know. I don't know what the read on that is. No that, defensive back. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, he's saying why though? Yeah, like why? Why this week? Yeah, I guess because it makes me a big Saquon day. They want an extra <laughs> safety, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not it, sure. I think. Uh, well, because you're not going to have him out there ahead of Kayvon Wallace or Blankenship or. Well, they're going to keep. They're going to keep Gardner Johnson in the slot. Of, you would think. Right, I think. Right, you keep blanking. So they want an extra safety. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, let's go to the phones. He was uh, with me last night at the Miller Lite pep rally. Mm. Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com joins us. Black Gritty, how are you? Good, brother. You know I'm in these streets, so you had to stop by and see you last night. Big turnout. Nice turnout. I ain't win, but it's all good. Nice turnout, though. Nice turnout. <laughs> BG did not uh, win. That's what's correct. What's up, BG? Not, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's all good. All right. What, all right. What's up, brother? It's Football Friday. And I, I heard that uh, that coach up there in New York talk about Philly getting gritty. It tickled me inside. You know <laughs> When I hear my name in these streets, brother, it gives me pleasure. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. I know a lot of uh, uh, Gmails are coming down here <laughs> trying to get tickets. And I know they don't know the area. So, you know, you come down here around 11 o'clock, get yourself some Pizza Hut pizza, some cheesesteak. I mean, you can go anywhere and get a good cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Come down here, get some lunch. Then you go over to the uh, Philadelphia Zoo, which has been relocated to the parking lots around the lake. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you go out here to the Philadelphia Zoo, you're going to see the lions, the tigers, the bears. Oh, my. Out here <laughs> drinking the wicked. Send your cars, Gmail. Don't get out the car. This is a drive through safari right here. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so man. then after you get done seeing the safari, you go sit in your car and cry until game time when you go out and go into the stadium. Don't nobody want to see you crying on national television tomorrow night, all right? Go ahead and get in the car and get these tears out early so the ducks are empty. Because what's going to happen is you're going to go into the lake and your heart's going to sink. Oh, my God, we're going to kill them tomorrow. I don't know if it's about 10, about 20, about 30, but we about to do them dogs dirty. Secure the perimeter, Rio. Secure the perimeter because the birds are flying high. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Cringer, get to be a battle cap, brother, because we about to rock and roll. I'm Cringer. <laughs> hey, 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 no, no. Hit me with that bird. Hit me with that bird. No, no. Hey, hey, hey. Go back. I'm telling you guys, I'm talking to you. I'm happy to be this Jordan. Stop it. All right, BG. Yeah, and stop bothering Jack trying to correct us about what type of bird we're using. We don't give a damn. We finally found something that we like. We're going to work this thing until all the way to the Super Bowl, man. We yep. do not care that it's a red-tailed hawk. Yes, we do. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> fierce, and the Eagles exactly. sound dumb, frankly, on the, on the YouTube. Yes. Um, yeah. it, so it, we're going to stick with it. It passes for an eagle yes. noise. Yes. Most of us aren't bird uh, yeah, uh, you, aficionados. Like, we don't know. If you're not. They, yeah, I would no. not have known. I don't even know what a damn I, red tail hawk is, I, quite frankly. I, to your point, if you really know that's not a bird yelling, then you got problems, Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. It sounds like a damn eagle to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I bet it sounds like an eagle to most of us out there. Uh, and if that, if that damn thing was yelling that at me, I wouldn't want to be anywhere around. That's no, sure. man. Who's doing the national anthem tomorrow? 
See, the playoffs, we get the big dogs in. We get, we get, you get the big dogs it? coming in to do the national anthem. Um, could, be, could be uh, watch him call it. Who, who was the um, um, the Marine who normally does it? Uh, Gerard? Is it Gerard something? Something like Has that. Has the deep voice. Yeah. And he actually, this was the first place I heard him do it, and then he, all of a sudden he's doing it everywhere. Well, see, you, you, you know. Like I saw him at the NBA All-Star game oh, yeah. singing the national anthem. Yeah. I mean, you hear those pipes, and you're like, yeah, I need, I need that dude yeah, to sing. Yeah, you can hear yeah. that, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, they. I mean, like, the thing about watching the games on TV, you mm-hmm. never see the national anthem. Ah. They, they okay. literally, the, the first thing you see, right. like, sometimes when they're doing, like, the pat, when they, they're doing whatever, they'll show it for, like, a second at the end, mm-hmm. but that's not normal. I mean, more or less, they're coming back from commercial as the kick, go. It's yeah. being kicked off. Yeah. So, for watching from home, you don't get to see it. Yeah. And then next week, for Eagles Niners, we can get your boys to men guys in. But also, All I know is the one guy better not wear a damn 49ers jersey <laughs> up Sean in Sean Stockton, yeah, no, he's yeah, not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he better not have a Niners jersey on. Oh, yeah, he's a Niners fan. We already know it. Yeah, no, he's not. Definitely he's not, not welcome. But he's from here. But if you're rooting again, if you're rooting for the 49ers, you can be – I I'm, I'm, I agree. Your last name could be Philadelphia. <laughs> and you're out. I agree. You're not welcome here. Uh, no, I mean, but won't they have a – don't they have a halftime show at the at – the, Champion, for the, the championship, championship game, maybe. I think so. Yeah, maybe I, for this the week championship they won't. Game, the championship yeah. game, like Cool yeah. in the Gang, Jack, or somebody come out there? I know damn Cool in the Gang. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. what I'm saying. Who do you yes. bring out for a championship game? Meek. I mean, listen, that would be something. Although, is, is, Again? is Jack? No, that was Mad Mike's anti-Meek now. It's, it's overused. Yeah, I don't know what you would do for a for a half, halftime show. But yeah, I mean, you got to need some entertainment. You can't yeah. possibly not have... Seven minutes of some well, lip syncer. I, I remember of the, the the Tampa championship game. It was it was Ja Rule and Ashanti. Ashanti. Was it so, really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was Ja Rule and Ashanti. Yeah, singing. Well, we, and, we was almost, there. and we came out. At, they were still on the damn field at halftime. Like we were out there trying to get. You know, you come out of the locker room ready to go. Yeah, you're ready for the second half. You got to warm up a little bit to get going. They hadn't finished performing yet. Always on time. <laughs> That's probably what was that what it was? Yeah, that's probably what they're that was popular back then. Right, so that's yeah, probably I mean, what they about, were singing. It's about yeah. that, that Yeah, time. they probably did one of those sets where you do two songs. You do half of one yeah. and half of another. Yeah. In the uh in the seventeen one, it was the roots that performed at halftime. I'm, I think I remember that ah. too. Yeah, I think I do remember that. Yeah, so it'll it be a Philly centric act. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, Mr. Lurie probably realized that Ashanti and John Rule probably wasn't a good and T- they learned from TLC. <laughs> no, that was the TLC. That was it's Destiny's co- Child, man. What if we got Kevin Hart to do stand-up? Could Kevin Hart do stand-up at halftime? No. <laughs> you don't think that'd get the crowd? No, ruin you know, the buzz of everybody. He's he, out there telling jokes. Yeah, he may be drunk. Remember, he was hammered. Oh, he'll definitely be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way you want him out there. Yes. Everybody else will be drunk. Yeah, you're trying to get on stage for the, the, the <laughs> trophy ceremony. Yep. Jackie, you a J- ja, uh, ja Rule fan? You see the guy that was part of Firefest? The, the, Boy, what is that? The, the, the... Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it clean? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Typing oh, clean? No. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Yeah, we did yeah, stop yeah, it. Like, that's a good that's... tune. Oh, yeah. Hey, ja, Rule oh, ja Rule was banging back then, yeah. I believe Ja Rule's 5'3 or 5'4, though. Yeah, he is short. Kind of short? Yeah, short, yep. I am, too. Yeah, so. most of those guys are. Yep. <laughs> Um, speaking of musicians, one of the one of the um, R.I.P. to Jerry Blavitt, the Geeter with the Heater, yeah. passed away um, earlier this morning or earlier today. I know Pete was uh, Pete Cherokee of Chickies and Pete's was very very close with him, and he 
he's told me that like it was his hero growing up, and he was such a big influence and such a star in the Philadelphia music scene through the 60s and 70s. Very early on, influential Philly DJ, so he's a radio guy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, man, he, he was <laughs> he was still doing live music down the shore and up here uh, until recently. So, RIP to the Geeter. Yeah, I, I didn't have uh, a ton of uh, knowledge of him. Although the name certainly rings out, and I've already seen pictures of him, so I certainly knew him by picture. But I don't think I've ever had the the, the pleasure of meeting him. I, you know what? I I saw him something at Chickie's. I, I only remember what it was, but I was at Chickie's for something, and he was mm-hmm. actually playing. But I I never did get to meet him. But he, uh, Philadelphia icon for sure. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Marks and Reese two one five nine five nine two ninety four ninety four. John Runyon is coming up at 5 o'clock. John Runyon is a listener to the Marks and Reese show. Big dog. Can't wait to talk to him. John in South Jersey. John, John in South Jersey, yeah. Does he ever text the text line? Or you wouldn't know, right? Wouldn't know, no. Oh. Yeah. All right, we text, he texts Jet Ike's text line a lot. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So he's coming up at 5 o'clock. But Sal Palantonio, what did he say about the Eagles' plan for Jalen Hurts tomorrow night? You'll hear that. I got news for you. Everyone's a listener to the Marks and Reese show in this area. Believe me. Sure seems like that. Yes. I agree with you. We have Eagles tickets. You want to go to the game tomorrow night? Ooh. We have a pair of Eagles tickets that we're giving away at 5.30. Yahoo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we get it. Does Runyon like the hijinks like that? See, I, I always... He, it, maybe that's why he listens. He's certainly not listening for knowledge. That's why he almost got a 10 inch. What I'm saying is when. What's his favorite drop? Can we ask him his favorite drop? That, that's my problem is like when, when I, I see Bill Berge at some of these events I did the show with Miller Lite, and mm-hmm. Bill, Bill always says, like, he listens. Yeah. And he'll tell me, he's like, I'm a big fan of you. And I'm, I'm like, are you really? Like, I worry guys <laughs> like that hate me. Oh, no. No, listen, man. You're, no. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's I know my what worry you're with saying. a guy like yes. Bill. Like, he's like yes. that pencil neck geek. Like,. <laughs> No, but Bill's he's so nice to me, too. Yeah. So I wonder if Runyon is, like, gritting his teeth when he hears. Well, I will say this. Runyon is never. In a, in, if he had, I, I, maybe I wouldn't say it on the air, but I would have said it off the air. He has never said anything about, dude, that partner of yours. or yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he know that he's preempting the top five at five or no? He probably does know that, yes. He probably does yeah, know he that. He probably doesn't know that. He's pretty busy right now. He's probably somewhere in the league office. Yeah, you forget that, he's, he, that he, he finds yeah, he, his own he son. He hands down year. fines every week. He finds yeah. his own son. He did. <laughs> I got to ask him about he it. Did. He actually did. I know. It's, it's a signed John Runyon to his son. It's amazing. All right, that's coming up next. Eagles tickets at 530. Don't go anywhere, Marks and Reese. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Matt dodged the punt. Gets a high snap. Gets it away. It's a knuckler. Jackson takes it at the 35. Pendleton picks it up. Looks for running room. He's at the 40. He's at the 45. Yeah, I, I I couldn't believe it. I don't and think anybody could believe it. it. It still is to this day. Um, probably, obviously, a game that isn't a championship game or the Super Bowl. But my goodness, a, a game where you're, you're down thirty-one to ten in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable! And you somehow win this game in regulation. I. I I still remember where I was at. I was with Rob Ellis. We're getting ready to do the post-game show over at uh, Baby Blue's Restaurant right over here in uh, right University City or whatever it is over there next to Penn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> we're already ready to do a show about them losing. You're right in the eulogy again. <laughs> yes. Right. And then that happened, and th- that place just went crazy. We were running through there high-fiving, high-fiving each other. It was it, it it truly was a uh, man. That was a little fan moment for me. I had a fan moment watching that game and them come back and winning that game. When Deshaun ran that thing in for a touchdown, man. And the best part of the whole thing, other than the obvious Eagle stuff, is the red faced Tom Coughlin yep. with the clipboard. Yeah, yeah, like looking for Matt Dodge. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell did you just do? Yep. The Giants don't have good luck with punters. They got another one this year that. <laughs> Seems to be dropping. Oh, yeah, that's right. He do had to drop kick against yeah, us. He tried the yeah. rugby kick. <laughs> yeah, he fumbled the one in one of the previous games. Mm-hmm. And it was started, I was with uh, Brent last night doing the, the Miller Lite thing. It was started in the fourth with a long touchdown pass from Michael Vick to Brent Selleck. Yep. And that opened the floodgates yep. from there. And, and then it was like, do they have enough time left to do it? And they really didn't until Deshaun got the win. So, Unbelievable. What, a, what an unbelievable. Well, that game was going in overtime. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. But, like, yeah, just to be able to tie it was mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Brent Selleck touchdown. Um, Michael Vick, two minutes and 11 seconds later, touchdown. Jeremy Macklin with a minute 24, touchdown. And then Deshaun. It's unbelievable. All right, Twitter questions brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Uh, if you're getting engaged uh, with, uh, go to the home team. With the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget, marksifenjewelers.com. Sal Palantoni on ESPN talking about how the Eagles plan to use Jalen tomorrow. In practice this week, it's been a full go for Jalen Hurts. The ball, I'm told, has plenty of zip, plenty of accuracy. He's very decisive with the football, a lot of velocity. And the trajectory of the ball is the normal Jalen Hurts. He's moving around very well. Nick Sirianni has taken the restrictor plate off and told him it's time to go. And that is the message that Jalen Hurts has told his teammates behind the scenes. As Bart Scott said earlier, by any means necessary, we got to get it done. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I like hearing that. Yeah, I, I hopefully we don't even think about the injury once he's out there and everything's good. Let's go to D. D's in Glassboro. D, how are you? 
I'm so excited about this weekend. I'm so ready for the game to start. Like, I'm so ready. And I'm also, I am, I also want to say that I'm enjoying John Rungeon's transition from like the dirtiest lineman ever to New Jersey congressman to the man that now hands out the fines for the NFL. Yeah. Like, I just remember one game he had his whole hand taped up. And it looked like a club, and he was using it as a club. As a club, yep. He, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, there would be people fumble, uh, people are trying to funny. get the ball, and he would just wipe out anybody who was maybe just standing around looking at the pile and not mm-hmm. doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, yep. that's why I have his jersey, actually. Ah. Yeah, Runyon was like one of the first linemen, offensive linemen's jersey I used to see people with. Like, like he, he yeah. was a, certainly a fan favorite. The way that he played, obviously, the blue collar nature. Yeah, I, I didn't see many off many people with offensive linemen's jerseys. Runyon was like the first one that I used to Started see. I a can lot remember. Of them. Yeah. yeah, I can remember. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And whenever I wear it around, everybody's so excited that I'm wearing it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. yes. Man, so, so if if you, how many jerseys do you own, D? Eagles jerseys. I have, I have Runyons, I have Dawkins, I have Acres. Of course. <laughs> I know. Whatever I have, Dyke Reese. <laughs> so, yeah. so where'd you get that Acres jersey from? Yeah, we gotta get you an Acres. Where did I get? Oh, I got that from an ex-boyfriend who was actually a Steelers fan. Ah, uh, ooh, boy. I used to see a lot of the the breast cancer pink David Acres uh, ones that were out there. Which were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. Uh, so, D, like what would you, if you're going to the game tomorrow night, because we're giving away tickets at 530, what would you, uh, which jersey would you wear? Oh, I'd absolutely wear my Runyon's jersey. Every time I wear that jersey, we blow everybody out. Oh. Oh, yeah. Make sure you have that one on. Then. All right. Well, oh, listen, yeah. be tuned in for uh, for 530 to win the tickets then. All right. I will. Thank you. All right, All D. right, D. Appreciate Take it. Care. Yep. I always love when you when you tell the story of Runyon when when Andy brought him in for free agency and the difference that he made just with like his mentality and his toughness and mm-hmm. he I mean when he when and I mean did you see it right away in training camp and in practice he was just a different kind of dude I mean you're a defensive player so you're going up against him yeah yeah I mean Runyon was a he was our tough guy yeah he was our tough guy he's coming up at five o'clock mm-hmm. let's go to Andy and Deford Andy how are you yo what's good guys. Andy. What's up, Andy? Got got to get up on this. Like, who's who the callers? <laughs> we liked about Runyon, too. He was kind of the enforcer. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. Uh, Lyman with the jersey also was a good number, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I'm not boy. A fan of that number. <laughs> <laughs> How come that never crossed my mind until you just said it? Because you're not Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> and Andy is. That's something Gronk would say. <laughs> but, uh, you know, fun. Now you're making I'm, me think, is that the reason why people were buying the number? No, it's why because he, I mean, it's a number we all like, right? Can't go wrong with that. All right, let's move uh, on. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but Mark, yeah. you're so worried, right? you, you mm. got to break this game down. It's all about matchups, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at our matchup offensively and defensively, no comparison. Offensively, we're going against the 27th-ranked run defense. We led the league in rushing touchdowns with 30. We had Jalen Hurts two years in a row with over 10 touchdowns rushing. Never been done ever by any quarterback. Mm -hmm. Two receivers over 85 yards and 1,000 receptions. What do the Giants have to stop that offense? I mean, just think about that. 
Think about all those weapons, all those yards, mm-hmm. all that explosiveness. And they got what? They got some decent D linemen mm-hmm. and a cupcake secondary? Mm. Come on, man. Come on. And then you go on the defensive side of things. We led the league in sacks, almost broke the damn sack record. Three more sacks, we would have broke the record all time. Not for, not for you know, Eagles record, all-time NFL record. Four guys with double-digit sacks. We're getting healthy. I mean, shit, whoosh. I don't want to say we want to handle them convincingly, but I ain't worried about the stinking midgets. <laughs> and, and all these tough Giants fans in South Jersey talking all that talk, nobody wants to put no money down. None of these chumps. No. This one guy said, hey, you know what? Let's make a jersey bet where you wear a Giants jersey if we do. What? Come on, man. You got to come with that change. I don't want to make no damn jersey bet. <laughs> These boys are scared. They Andy in a Giants jersey money. would be. I, I, that's not a sight I want to see, Andy. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't, oh. I'm not betting. No, if we're going to bet, we're going to bet some money. Yeah, he wants to right? bet money. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, listen, I hear you. Especially you when you feel like you got bet. the upper hand. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, man. These boys are scared, and they know it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about no Giants. I ain't worried about no midgets. You kidding me? Mm. We're going to stop right. these clowns. Well, Andy, listen, I think that as far as your uh, your caller status, Jack knows that, l- listen, you're a regular caller on the morning show, maybe known known more for morning show, Jack. Well, Andy you... the troll on the morning show. So right. they, they've branded him that. I know it's a separate brand, but I think that if you were exclusive to Marks and Reese, you'd probably be evaluated a little bit differently as a caller. I'm just I'm just saying, hey. I don't know what Jack uses, what metric he uses. The, the, not, the I, analytics on the callers? Right, right. <laughs> Jack, Jack, I mean, I'm not worrying about Jack. Sometimes you got to spread the love. Right. Sometimes you gotta spread the love. Okay. That's all. There's right. nothing wrong with spreading the love, right? Ike? I guess. <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen, Black, Black Gritty, and thank you, Andy. Black Gritty is known to to uh, call everybody. Mm-hmm. He calls us, I would say, most frequently. Mm-hmm. He's not an everyday caller, but I think that works for him because he's he is he, he, twice a week. He's on twice a week. Well, he doesn't want to feel obligated to only call one show. Correct. That's, yeah, basi- he- that's basically what it boils down to. He's like, yeah, I need to – I like to get in on this show, this show, or this show. Yeah, when he's ready to talk, he's he yeah. want, he's going to dial and talk. Herb in Northeast Philly, though, Jack, he's exclusive to Marks and Reese, but that's only because no one else will take his call. Is that correct? Correct. All right, well, he's on right now. We asked him to call in today to kind of give – maybe you can give me a pep talk. Herb from Northeast Philly. Herbie! What's up there, boy? Let's kick some butt tomorrow. Uh-oh. Yeah. There we go. What's up, yeah, Herb? boy. Ike Reese, Sheldon Brown, Sheldon Brown, Troy Vincent. How about my boy Dawkins today? Okay. You know what we're going to do tomorrow, right? Right, Ike? What do you say, babe? I'm with you, babe. Are you with me or what? I am. We're going to kick some butt. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Let's go. I didn't know if you wanted me to go right there or not. Yeah. Yeah, boy. So, Herbie, Herbie, are you going to the game tomorrow night? 88. If you give me tickets, I'm going. Well, 5.30, we have a pair of tickets you could win. Who's yeah, well, I'm, in, I'm sitting in, I'm walking into Applebee's right now. <laughs> Ooh, the boy. Lady, the lady friend that I have, my friend, is gambling at parks right now. Oh. I got to pick her up at 6.30. Oh, so you so she, you decided to go sit in Applebee's until she gets done gambling. I just came from KOP, King of Prussia. I went to pick up some, buy some stuff at uh, Tommy Bahama, oh. and and then uh, over at uh, DXL, and uh, and then you went and picked up your lady. Here, yeah, 
grab something to eat and then take her home, you know? All right. Mm. All right. That would you Hardest do? wood I had ever touched. Herb, if you did win the tickets at 530, would you take your lady friend? Uh, not this not this one. Somebody else. Uh-huh. Somebody else. Yeah. Why, why not this one? Because this one is like 70 years old. I got one that's like Ooh, boy. 30. Hold on, man. I got one that's like 30. You that's know a what huge mean? age discrepancy there. Yeah, well. So it, how do you go old. from 70 to, to and you say said like 70? Yeah, there's no this way he's dating a 30-year-old, Ike. She's just a customer, that's all. Oh, okay. What, okay. and, and, and he has a 30-year-old. What do you mean there's no way he's dating a 30-year-old, man? I took her down Atlantic City, man. She was down there. Yeah. Herb, are you a gigolo for this 70-year-old? Is that what you're doing? I do, man. Any age, bro. Any whoa, age. Whoa. It don't matter. Pause. I can tell you stories. I got a lady Uh-oh. in Italy right now. Oh, it's like 90. 90? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, 90. Man. But more... More money than you got, too. Well, well I'm sure. Yeah, I know that's the only reason you're in there, man. That's, so, that, yeah, what are you trying to do? Waiting on insurance, collecting insurance? They, like, what are you doing? To, and they want me to come to Italy. Oh. oh. You're trying to get her grandchildren out of the will so you and her from Northeast Philly gets in? <laughs> so, Herb, come on, man. 90-year-old, so is, that, so, so is there a different list of services she, for a 90-year-old? She's an actress. She's an actress from Hollywood. Bill. She's oh. an actress. Can she was Charlie Chaplin? Does her, hey, is it Cher? Can you guess her name, Johnny Moore? <laughs> yeah, 90-year-old actress from Hollywood. Shoot. Hey, boy. She's a hot one, too, boy. At 90? At 90? She might be 95 now. <laughs> she was riding in my limo. Oh, yeah. Slow down, man. Limo. Slow down. Is that what you call it? <laughs> Wearing a pink, wearing a pink fur coat, man. Oh, not a pink fur. All pink, yeah. What did you have on? When she went up to the Delta, man, to take her bags, man, drop them bags for that room flight. Uh Mm. All those people, their eyes were like, "Woo!" I'm more, I'm more interested in that 30 year old that you that you're with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Try to figure out. I'll show you a picture of her next week. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Herb. Well, I'll show you a picture. So the yeah, money you get from the 90-year-old, you transfer it over to the 30-year-old. 30-year-old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Herb, listen, um, it's great to talk to you. That, did did he give his speech yet to the – I guess that the beginning was the Eagles. Yeah. All right. That's I'll what tell said. you, listen, you know, guys, we got to go out. Here we go. And we got to go kick some butt mm-hmm. right from the right from the get-go. That we ain't playing around here. Okay, we had two weeks off. Now it's time. 88, number 11, number 6, 26. Okay, you know what's happening? It's go time. Go time. Let's fight, fight, fight. Let's go. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. There he is, Herb from Northeast Philly. Yeah, that call went a little bit everywhere. That was um, unexpected. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not. The, the, Dating history or social life, I wasn't expecting to go down that road, and then he took it down the road with, right. with with the ninety year old to the to seventy year old to a thirty year old. Right. Yeah, we we a little bit of everything in that call, <laughs> including a uh, an E A G L E S Eagles at so the end. Angela yeah. Lansbury, she's in her nineties. Oh, there you go. 
She, she, lie, she just though. died, yeah, though. It's a murder she wrote, man. Come on, man. Well, maybe Herb, never mind. Herb would have no idea if the, this person's If she died dead. or yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought he said he was like a, was it a pen pal or something. I don't know what's going Keep on. Keep in touch? She wants him over there. How's he going to get the money? Yeah, let's call him back, Jack. <laughs> you don't know who, who else it would be. That's a good he question. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Put it out on Twitter, Jack. Well, I try to look up actors. What nine-year-old is Herb talking about? Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you, Herb. Appreciate it. Um, oh, Ike, look who's on the line. Oh, our guy. Tommy down the shore. Eddie joins us right now. Tommy, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Yo, child. Yo, boy. Can you still with me? What's up, Tommy? Tommy, have you hung out with Herb before from Northeast Philly? I haven't, but it's truly an honor and privilege to follow up Herb. I got to say, I'm a big fan. I'm a very big fan of Herb. All right, so it is divisional round. It's weird to think the Eagles are one win away from going to the NFC Championship game, which means they're two wins from being in the Super Bowl again. How are you doing containing yourself so far this week? Well, you know what it is? I'm sensing a lot of nervousness and anxiousness from the fan base, and I want to infuse some positivity into the proceedings. You know, we we got to take a step back and, like, you know, we got to smell the roses. You know, we got to smell the bologna. We got to smell the pepperoni. We got to smell whatever we need to smell to gain some confidence because I'm very confident. What do you guys think, man? I, I feel like a lot of people think we're going to lose this game. No. Not lose it, but maybe struggle to get the win. I, I'm fully confident. I'm with you, Tommy. I'm, I'm all the way in. I've had my smelling sauce and everything, so I'm ready to go. Smelling salt. That's what we need. We need more smelling salts. We need more good smells, which lead to good feelings. You know what I mean? Because I think I think people were nervous because we haven't played as well. But that's because we had injuries and Jalen couldn't really play the previous few games, right? So, I mean, John, I, I feel like you're maybe a little more nervous, right? Yes, absolutely. No, I, I just think it's going to be a, a lot closer of a game than people expect. Is Lane Johnson, I'm not sure on his status, is he hurt? Yeah, he's hurt. He's playing, though. But he's playing, but he may not be. That's that's the one thing that makes me a little nervous is, is Lane Johnson, if he can't, you know, he's got to bring the baloney, you know what I mean, <laughs> to, like, really – that's that's crucial. That's the X factor right there. So, divisional round tailgate, do you do the baloney nachos or do you save that for a bigger game like next week? What, what's your strategy when it comes to the tailgating? I'm saving the bloody nachos for the Super Bowl. You know? like I said the, the tower of bloody nachos. Exactly. There's going to be a lot of that during the Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl tootin' is what I call it. But, you know, but I, I got a new idea. Remember I was – you guys are well aware I had this thing of, like, Thanksgiving smoothies. Yeah. Remember I, I take the leftovers and I put them in a blender? Mm-hmm. I got a new idea. It's like liquid sandwich. I take, like, salami, pepperoni, bologna. I pull some, like, coconut milk in the blender – and it's like a liquid hoagie, liquid bologna. And it's healthier because there's no bread and there's no cheese. You, you should try it. <laughs> so it's keto-friendly, you're, you're telling me, Tommy. Yeah, it's liquid on the way in and it's liquid on the way out. <laughs> well, um, so, Tommy, that, that leads us to what you think happens in the game. An official prediction, you know, the Delaware Valley waits to hear what you're going to say. So what do you got? I, I, I am so confident. I think this is going to be an easy win. I'm going 40-21 birds. 40-21 birds. Man, that'd be a fun game. Are you going to the game, Tommy, or you'll, you'll be watching at home? I'll just be watching on TV with a few buddies of mine. Take it easy. You know, liquid liquid hoogies, liquid baloney. You know how we do it. All right. Tommy, we will talk to you next week as we head into mm-hmm. the NFC Championship game. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thanks so, thanks so much, fellas. You guys are the best. 
I will talk to you gentlemen next week. Go Birds! There he is, Tommy down the shore. You know what I'm saying? Down the shore. Uh, Herb may be, be talking about Gina Lalo Brigida. She so, just died, though, too. I know. That's ah, right. So he may not be aware. So he took out her. <laughs> yeah, he, we may be actually be breaking the news to her. Yeah, he may not be aware she passed. Now, now, the other name here is Sophia Loren. Ah, we know and her. And she is gorgeous. 88. Yeah. Lives in Rome. Okay. Hmm. Does okay. she live in Rome? Hmm. I don't know. Wikipedia said she might. Well, then oh, it's got to be true. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wikipedia. Sophia Loren was... Uh, <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful Trust woman. Wikipedia. You got to find out if she's really still alive, man. She's still alive. She's still okay. alive. According to Wikipedia. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, she's still alive. Um, he, who know, Yeah, I mean, Herb, who knows who he was. Who, I, I would like to know the real story. He obviously doesn't know her, and the, per, and the person doesn't want him to come over to where, wherever she is. So I'd love to know the full story to what actually happened. How do you know she doesn't want him to come over? Um. She makes she likes that jacket he wears. Exactly, the he wears nice sneakers. Because I know Herb. Well, maybe to maybe to drive her around. <laughs> to drive her around. Right. Maybe I mean he's to tell the driver. Well, she Herb. may want him to come over, but may want him to pay his own way. Yeah, that seems like it. Well, I mean Herb's a vacation guy. Hey man, listen, they find people out. So Herb, he wants to get flown out. He wants to be treated with respect. Hey man, <laughs> exactly right. I uh, I am being told that. That the national anthem and halftime is uh, Breland is the name of the artist. He's doing both? According to what I'm seeing right here, yes, doing both. Oh, okay. There you go. Breland actually is a – he is a, he's a, a huge Eagles fan, and he's from South Jersey. Yes. Uh, but also he is uh, – he's been described as he's like a hybrid country, R&B, gospel, soul singer. And has an eagle song. Certainly as well. has every genre covered. Got every. He, he has an eagle song <laughs> called "For the Birds." Yeah. So Jeffrey probably he, he knows these eagle fans that are out there, and so he wants. Now, now they're they have the ability to just select, you know, people who have a vested interest in the Eagles to come sing the national anthem or or do a halftime show, which is actually better. Yeah, heck which yeah. Which is actually better. It feels a little more. Like the people that's actually performing are there performing on your behalf as opposed to just coming in doing a gig and they don't care who wins the game. Yeah. Like he's, right? he's excited to be doing it because he's a big Eagles yeah, fan. He's exactly. at Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah. This is probably a huge deal to it's him. Cool to him, yeah. As opposed to somebody that's like awesome, I'm being hired or they're asking right. me to it's come. A gig, yeah. 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 For sure. All right, coming up, John Runyon hops on the talk Eagles Giants, how he sees it going down, the favorite memory. Against Strahan or against the Giants. John Runyon coming up next with Marks and Reese. Don't go anywhere. Big 5 o'clock hour coming up. But, hey, listen, attention BetMGM customers. If you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account. Click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. Once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. BetMGM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.